0: Welcome to Chai with Ping. This is Ping Robert, and in this podcast, we will cover a range of different topics from culture, languages, and underrepresented stories. Join me with a cup of chai and listen to these stories. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Chai with Ping. Today, we again invited Aki from last time. Hi, Aki. Hi, Ping.
1: <laughs> it's good to see you again. Or it's, it's good to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, definitely. For the listeners who don't know, Aggie, um, she came previously on an episode talking about um, she being an interpreter and also an interpreter trainer. Um, so if you missed that episode, I'll put a link below um, the episode notes so you can click and then listen to her stories. Today, we're going to have a very special format, which I have been trying to do for a long time but like she will be the first one to do it with me. So today we're gonna do like a conversation dialogue style with some prompts and talk about our experience um, as international students and transitioning to international uh, professionals. Are you ready, Aggie?
1: I'm 100% ready. (laughs) Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. So I will drop the prompt and then you will go first and then I will go later. Yeah, so uh, question okay. number one. Do you have a question before uh, um, we start?
1: Um. No, I don't have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> and then in, in the
0: process, if you have questions, you can always ask me. Okay. Yeah, like for example, like you're curious, curious about what part of my life or experience then you can always ask. Yes. Yeah. Sounds okay. Good. Prompt number one. Tell us a little bit about your background when growing up and how did you come to the US
1: and why the US? So, <laughs> uh, what? did you forget? <laughs> I'm not, I was just waiting for the cue. Oh, okay,
0: go ahead, Uggy. <laughs>
1: okay, so um, I moved to the US um, when I was 17, going 18. So that I guess like, yeah, 17. So that was in 2004. And um, the reason why I moved to the U.S., um, it was for college. And why um, in the United States? Well, my dad um, has a friend um, who went to University of Oklahoma. And he, well, you know, my dad talked to his friends while I'm thinking to send Auggie, um to study, um, you know, outside Indonesia. Um, I'm thinking about the United States because it has the best education system. That's what my dad, do you have any recommendations? And obviously his friend who is biased, I'm biased—I'm not not—I'm just going to say biased. <laughs> he said, of course, yeah. you know, the United States has the best education system. Mm-hmm. And um, I recommended Augie to, you know, to check out University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, University of Oklahoma has really great um, you know business program for AGI. Mm. And um, that's how my dad sent me there. And the thing is, you know, um, we rely on referral, you know, um, what others refer because then we know they have a great experience. They have a um, co- great college experience. Um, so then um, that's how I... Study at OU. Um, You have a business degree um, with concentration—well, not concentration—business degree and marketing. Mm -hmm. So that's my bachelor's degree. Yeah, that's where I got my education. Were you Um, excited before moving here? Well, okay, let me say about oklahoma oklahoma is a great wonderful state i'm very fortunate i'm very grateful <laughs> but wait,
0: I'm not, why, why do i, I feel think... there must be a but, <laughs>
1: it's a but. all right finish why? your sentence and then let me hear the but <laughs> what people always say that to me they always think that when i start complimenting they always said okay agi cut it out what is the <laughs> point? <laughs>
0: well, friends in Oklahoma, like Aggie, is complimenting from the bottom of her heart. So go ahead, okay, finish your compliment.
1: <laughs> well, okay, um, yes, it's 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 a wonderful state in you know, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, um, yeah. Well, now there is a but. But the thing is, um, well, my. My, my expectations about the United States is like New York, you know, like Chicago. Think of the high-rise building where a lot of people walk on the street, you know, um, like busy street, um, bustling, hustling, you know, the public transportation, things like that. Um, Anyway, so as my plane, you know, get closer to Oklahoma, all I saw was just a bunch of squares and squares and flat building. And so my expectations about the great United States just crashed. But, you know, but that was my first impression. So again, I thought, what, this is America? Hmm?" You know, um, was um, so it more kidding. like a countryside for you? <laughs> it was like a, yes. It was um. That's my first thought. It is very country, very very country. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, countryside. But um, but you know, but it's okay. It, it's okay. You know, I, I'm still grateful that my my parents uh, sent me to study in the United States. You know, you know, first at Oklahoma. It's a great university, so um, I'm so glad that um, I got my education from all you. So, yeah. Um, and, and then I made friends, and you know, um, it was great, you know. But, yeah, it was just like my first impressions about, you know, Oklahoma. I, I feel like this is, you know, 180 degrees different than what I would expect, you know, happen, you know. yeah. It, if it's gonna be like New York or Chicago, have my school things. I keep mm-hmm. saying that. I keep saying that to my parents. And my parents parent said, you know, Aggie, we just sent you to you know to study in in the US and yeah. you know, you'll always learn something from where you're going. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that was very philosophical. I haven't really thought about that. Thank you, Daddy, for reminding me. I really appreciate it. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Hmm. Mm, I let me see.
1: How about, how
0: about how about you? Yeah, I know. I was just thinking like where to start. So my parents studied in the in the U.S. and and also worked a little bit after that. And then, mm, so I was born in the U.S. But we moved back to Taiwan when I was two two and a half. So I have no memory about the U.S. and I didn't learn any English in the U.S. Um, While growing up, I think English has became my passion, Um, Mm -hmm. so that's how I went all the way to the language route, so that was my bachelor's degree, and for my master's, it was teaching Chinese as a second language, because I want to work abroad, Um, so then I need to have something, you know, so since I'm a native speaker, then I just chose that as my subject. Um, I came here because I always wanted to study for a higher degree Um, Mm -hmm. and then I want to study something else other than languages um, for me to work in in different kind of contexts. Of course, I love being in the higher education, um, Mm -hmm. but I also felt like because I marry an Indian husband, there might be some opportunities for me to move back to India but like there might not be a university in, in the area right so then I was thinking maybe I can start a language center or a cultural center that kind of thing um, so then I would need a PhD because in, I, I do I feel in Asia as a female um, and especially I look very young so I need a degree to support my expertise because mm-hmm. in Asia, like, I feel the, the experience that I have, people usually just judge me by how I look. And because, you, you know, you, you hear from our conversations, I'm very lively and then I, I don't really talk so seriously about th- something. So then it's yeah. like, I, if I want to achieve to a certain level and maintain that life quality, I need to get more education. So that's how we came to the U.S. And also it's easier for both uh, me and Lewis to work here because I have the citizenship and then he can, I'm, I'm a dual citizen, so he can get a green card through the marriage. Um So like I never really consider another country for my higher education. That's,
1: Ooh.
0: yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's very different, but it's also like, my first time to really live in the US since 2017. So a lot of people felt like we probably have been here for a long time, but actually not. We have American friends abroad, but it's pretty new.
1: Yeah. So, Wait, that, so
0: yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: So you met Luis in Taiwan? Oh, we met in India.
0: So I was working there before coming to the U.S. for three years.
1: Oh, I didn't <laughs> nope. know that. Y'all? Did you ever, did you tell me about this before? Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: probably not.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. All right then. Yeah, that's then, okay. you know, okay. If, I mean, if you ever told me then I probably zone out then. And... Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> why, why do you, oh, okay. So I never mentioned it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, you never mentioned it. Okay, okay, Probably. that's good. Okay, yeah, because we talk so
0: good. much about interpretation and all that, right? Oh, so that's so we,
1: true. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even
0: cover about our family history.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. okay, I feel, I feel better.
0: Wait, but because, I have a question for you, Aggie. Yes. Are, you, uh-huh. are your parents or family here in the U.S. or they're still back in Indonesia and where in Indonesia?
1: Sure, uh, yeah, they are still back in Indonesia. my parents they don't want to live in the united States okay. um because they you know they have their uh they they already have um uh, their life in Indonesia and they don't want to adjust and start all over again like from zero, you know what i'm saying God, yeah, um yeah. my 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 dad like he you know owns like restaurant business and yeah. um and then my mom she um uh, she teach at the university yeah. and yeah um anyways i they, they they already have their life set in indonesia yeah. Yeah. they 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 would like to visit um we you know they were supposed to come visit us in june um you know and then Same. yeah for, for my and then my sister is supposed to get married um in june that's why like they My parents were supposed to come here, but, you know, with the COVID and everything got postponed till next year.
0: So how many siblings do you have?
1: I have two siblings. Okay. Um, And mm -hmm. they're here? Yes. Well, my sister, um, she um, lives in Delaware. Um, She is working on her PhD. Um, And uh, my brother, he lives in Toronto because he has a job there.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. And where are your parents in Indonesia?
1: Oh, my goodness. See, I forgot. I know Don't you worry. asked me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, 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 it so um, it's in a suburb city. It's called Bogor. Okay. Uh, Bogor is about, you know, with the traffic jam. And, you know, it's just, you know, Indonesia is always like traffic jam everywhere. So it's about like two hours uh, from the capital city. Um. Jakarta yeah so
0: got it okay well only two hours from Jakarta that's pretty close
1: yeah, yeah. it is and it's you know it's in higher elevation yeah um, because Jakarta is prone to flooding I mean Bogor still get flood but you know um, it's not as much as the flood in Jakarta so all right
0: Question number two, what is the most incredible thing that you experienced after you came
1: to the U.S.? You know, what is really great about the United States is that that's how I get exposed to other cultures. Isn't that crazy? Like, when I live in Indonesia, all I know, you know, for my whole life um, is my own culture. You know, yes, like, we have... um, You know, Indonesia is huge and um, the cultures are different from every province, even like from um, other cities, you know, they have their own unique things. But that's all I know about, you know, culture. I only know about my own culture. I heard about other culture, about, you know, French culture, about the European, the Australians, you know, other countries, but not as... um, no, what's that, the word, like not as, um, thorough, is it called thorough? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, not it, as involved, not, not as involved, exactly. Yeah. Not as involved as when I moved, um, to United States. Mm-hmm. And that's how I taste like different kinds of international dishes, like from other countries. It was great. And that's how I learned about, well, you know, watch about, you know, performances from, um, other countries, um, represented by international students in my college. It was great. I learned about other people's cultures by going to the United States. You know, I feel like now, um, I'm more aware about other cultures. Um, I learn about, you know, what kind of foods and the dances. What well, I don't learn, but, you know, kind of like have that knowledge, you know, the capital cities, you know, things like that. Um, so it, it was very, you know, it was very interesting. I'm, I'm very fortunate that, you know, um, with the, anyways, I'm not crazy. Like that's how I learn about the people's cultures, and I feel like, you know, United States has a really good um, uh, education system. Um, I feel like, you know, the university has resources um, for students like me. Uh, <clears throat> you know, English is not my first language, so then, you know, writing. Um, Can always be challenging for me, Um, and but they have that you know the writing center. um, Sometimes I struggle when I struggle with math or physics. um, They also have that the tutoring, so it it was great. Um, You know, like the highway system. um, Yes, Oklahoma doesn't really have great transportations, but you know everything is is easy. You know, it's not as complicated. Sometimes the regulation can be complicated in Indonesia, but I think that the United States, you know, trying to make things a lot easier, at least in my opinion. And I feel like people are very friendly, people are, you know, hospitable. Yeah. Um, at, at, at least, you know, in my experience, you know, other mm-hmm. people may not, have, may not okay. have the same experience. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Do you still go back to Indonesia?
1: Um, when was the last time I went to Indonesia? Um, Maybe for two
0: oh, thousand sixteen. Oh, okay. So it's not like a fixed so seven, timing or for now you go back.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't really gone back to my home country. It's just usually it's my parents who yeah. you know come visit us because all their kids you know are in are here, are here. Yeah. and um, you know, in Indonesia they only have like two cats. Mm. Um, you know, so sometimes my parents like get lonely and they miss their, their children, and sometimes they they get excited when they become like host parents. You know, sometimes they are um, that the international exchange program where they have um, we know for the homestay um, where kids like stay for like couple weeks. You know, um, yeah. in Indonesia, so like my, my parents are you know one of that, that
0: um, hosts awesome. for
1: the homestay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Wow, oh, I think it's also kind of becoming challenging when the kids are grown um and also married, right? Has your husband traveled back with you?
1: No, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: I guess like what about your siblings? Are they married
1: S- Yes, all my siblings are married,
0: yeah, yeah, and are they married with Americans or like Indonesians or other? nationality
1: so my brother um he married indonesian um his um his wife is very nice oh my goodness actually has really great personality and i'm so 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 glad that like you know she becomes like my brother's wife like they've been dating for like seven eight years it's crazy so I'm wow. so glad. Yeah. Yes. Finally, wow. like you know, it's about time you to get married. Yeah. <laughs> um. My sister, she got married um last year. Okay. Um. Yay. So, so she. Let's see. Last August. Um. Anyway. Um. Yes, she got married. Um. Because she have always, you know, wanted to get married young, mm-hmm. and and you know, we as a family, we support her decision. Mm. Um. So, yeah, but, you know, um, we're all a happy family. So that's yeah. all I can say. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Now my turn. Yes. Incredible your turn. Things I experienced after I came. Um, I think it was quite incredible that without a car, we can't go anywhere, <laughs> especially here in Colorado. It is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was in Taiwan. I don't know about you. I don't, but I I I've been to Jakarta once. So there are a lot of scooters around. In Taiwan is the same. So I always ride my scooters around in my city, or even like in the cities that I went to college to. It, it mm-hmm. it's just a lot easier to move around with a cheaper cost. And driving was not really an option for me because it's so hard to get a parking, and also I don't have a car. So either it's driving my parents' car or it's just scooter is so much easier. But here, no. <laughs> I remember the first. Uh, let me see. Probably five months. We didn't mm-hmm. have a car, and then so you know, doing grocery was so was so difficult. Yeah, like the closest uh supermarket King Supers was like twenty-five minutes walk. And then we live in the university area, you know, so so like people just took bus um or, you know, they carpool. Well it's it was just not easy because like I I don't know. It, I think car has become an essential thing, but but I also felt like it, it was so it still is very expensive to maintain it.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it's very uh, it's very challenging um, not having a, you know, personal transportation yeah um,
0: yeah you know
1: relying relying on bus um, yeah and remember that when I just moved to Oklahoma mm. um, you know I I get so confused like navigate um the bus system but then like you know. You know, when I talk to people, like, people explain to me, like, well, this is how, like, the bus system works. And, okay, um, now I, I, you know, then, then I got it because then I happened to be waiting at a different bus stop. And I was like, wait a minute, why is not taking to my apartment?
0: <laughs> and then so, you found out
1: it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, supposed to, like, wait on the opposite bus stop.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. And then later I became more familiar with taking the bus. But like in the winter, it snows. So like there were times that I was waiting there. And then 20 minutes later, it still hasn't come. So I'm like, I'm frozen here. So yeah. yeah, right. And then it's just like, I felt like when that kind of situation, all the loneliness or homesickness, it just came up. It's just like, why am I here? Why is it so difficult? Why don't we have everything we need? But why is it so difficult to just to go home? Um, and and yeah, that's just so different. And also, like people will say, like, why don't you take taxi, right, or the cab? But like, so when I remember the first year when I came here in Denver, we wanted to go to church uh, mm-hmm. on Sundays. So it will take about $20 one way for us to go to the church that we want to go. Of course, that like, later become cheaper. But like still, if we do like Uber pool, like two people, yeah. it's still like maybe $15. Mm-hmm. And then so if, if we want to do a round trip, it's $30. I don't make $30 an hour, you know. <laughs> so it's like I we were really in a... Almost, almost kind of like a poverty line because I worked so hard and then Lewis couldn't work for the whole year, so uh, we really right. had very limited budget, and right. and that's like that's also the thing like church people always provide transportation. They always ask like we can drop you and all that, but like it is not our habit to ask people to help us, and, right? And I find it challenging because like, maybe we will have to wait until people's free and then they will drop us home, or, mm-hmm. like, it's just not as convenient, um, and, you know, the face thing. I don't know if you have the face culture, but it's just, like, we. I don't really want to bother people as much as I can.
1: I, I mean, I feel, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, you know, I was raised to, to not, you know, constantly... People. Right, not yeah, yeah, constantly asking for help. I mean, because I I mean, I feel that when we ask for help like all the time, I feel like there is kind of like a burden inside my my heart, and I feel like oh my gosh, like I, I've been asking that person like so many times, and I feel really bad. Yeah. Um. Even though you know, if that. Person like absolutely one hundred percent genuinely wanted to help, yeah. But still, you know, it's 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 just how I was raised, you know. Like I will feel people.
0: that I owe them something, like owe mm, them a yes. favor. Yes. Yes. And that's yes. just like I know that we should help each other, you know. And then as we're friends and all that, but like it's just like uh, I really don't want to bother people.
1: Right. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Are you ready for the next prompt?
1: Yes. Ready for the next prompt. Yeah.
0: What are the things that you find comfort with?
1: About, wait, I forgot comfort about, about the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, comfort. Well, you know, I mean, this is another great thing about, I guess like when you're talking about comfort, um, I am so glad. Even in Oklahoma, there are Asian grocery store. <laughs> yes, we're still going back to our cultural roots. <laughs> yes, um, I, I mean, I didn't know. Okay, in the beginning, I didn't know that there was you know Asian grocery store, and I was just so worried um, because I remember that when I went to. Um, you know, just the mainstream supermarket, you know, Walmart, um, it was all that the mainstream product were like what, you know, the local people would eat. Uh, but I, I do miss, you know, like my, 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 my food, my, my people's, food. I'm just going to make the Indonesian people's food. I was just like, put it that way. Um, the good thing is, um. Before I moved to the United States, I contacted the International Student Association. I asked if there are um, other Indonesians um, or if there's any, you know, kind of like association or something, or or, I didn't say association, I said club. And so that's how I get connected with other Indonesians. And, you know, they helped me with a lot of stuff, um, you know, including like, hey, don't worry about... You know food because there is like that asian grocery store so mm-hmm. i'm so glad that i learned that 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 was fast like yes, yes. there's like in this like asian grocery store i found my um my uh, my sweet indonesian sweet soy sauce i found that the ah. um the indonesian instant noodles so that was really nice yes.
0: yeah so okay a uh, uh, a sub question when yeah you are super homesick or you just really have a bad day and then you need some um, comfort food what
1: would you eat um so when i was really like homesick um i remember that moment yeah the first 6 months it was like really hard um, cuz i miss my parents a lot um and you know i would get like the instant noodle um it's called indomie Yeah. Um,
0: I love what? them. Do you know? Like we usually buy a like a a whole carton of it, like in, thirty indomie. indomie in there. We love it.
1: You you eat indomie? No, like that's my way. brother's
0: one of the favorites. I I eat indomie, but like, it, it was not the comfort food. But it's like you guys eat that as a comfort
1: food. Uh, well, at least to me, like Woo-hoo. I eat that, you know, uh, indomie <laughs> because it's just so easy. You know, um, when I. When I was in college, like I live in the, in the dorm and, you know, I don't want, I mean, we do have the communal kitchen, but we yeah. also have the cafeteria. But yeah. then when I was like really homesick, I'll just buy that in instant and then heat it up in the microwave.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So for those people who don't know, Indomie is a kind of instant noodle. Um comparing to the ramen kind, Indomie is a dried noodle, right? So you kind of you you cook it and then when the noodles are it is soft, then you add some powders, so like the the spices and then it's very savory, very satisfying. I'm not paid to say this, but I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it so Indomie is Indomie is is a brand. They actually have different, um, well, different flavors, and they have the soup versions. Mm. And I think that the one that you have is called Indomie Mi Goreng, Mm -hmm. um, that fried, the fried. Well, they call it fried noodle because like it's like dry noodle, like you drain the water. Yeah. Um, I think that that's what you have. That was like really good. But uh, my my favorite Mm Indom, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, you like the other one.
1: <laughs> I I like the other the other Indomie versions that you know with with the broth you know uh, soup and especially when yeah. it was so cold and it was snowing like oh my gosh oh, yeah, like it just, soup? Yeah, it's just yeah so um heartwarming what's the name yeah. of it um well it's called Indomie but the one that I have is Indomie Sotomi Sotomi um, okay. yeah Sotomi um. But they have they have they have many, many kind of flavors in Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll
0: give it a try. And then and then we will I will need the names for the episode notes for listeners who are interested in the try. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my! I was how gonna about, say
1: the same. How about you? What so well, like uh, what, so is, I, what is what yeah, gotcha. is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. I'll answer this one and then go back to the question. I will um, probably also have a Taiwanese instant noodle. Um it, it is just easy and I think because in my family, our culture is more for the noodles instead of rice, so mm-hmm. like I found it the same as my brother, so now my brother is also in Denver, so three of us, um, I re- we're staying together in the, in the same home. I just realized both of us, we're, the to-go food is still oh. noodles. And I think that um, has to do with like growing up. My mom always whip up noodles for us, and then with the broth, with the soup. Um, I, I also realized that soup has become a, um, my culture. Like, yeah, if I don't have soup in the winter, like I mm-hmm. feel that meal was not completed.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right? you know what that's you know what that is so interesting because guess what. Yeah. In in at least in my culture in Indonesia, yeah. our people's food like if you don't eat rice, then the meal is not complete. Like we can have, we can have bread, we can have sausage, but if yeah. there is no rice, it's not complete the meal. Well,
0: <laughs> many of my friends will say the same thing. i just I just grew up eating noodles, so I, I like noodles. I can and then right now like I adjusted to the culture, so I can do without rice. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like, in a, in, a, in a winter, I cannot tolerate people just have a sandwich and it's cold. Like, if it's a grilled sandwich, fine. But like, if it's a cold meal, I'm like, I need something more. I'm feeling cold and not so energetic after the food.
1: Interesting, because yeah. that's how I feel about cold sandwich un- until today. Unless <laughs> uh, un- un- unless that is the only meal i have the only yeah. food i can eat then yes i'll eat cold sandwich but i i'm not a big fan of cold sandwich um, i
0: think they said this is like a
1: an asian stomach that we're having
0: cuz it's like when, americans will really just have a sandwich and and grab and go that's it or even salad right yeah yeah i but,
1: i was yeah my yeah. i mean i don't know but there's something about i guess my stomach disagree with me when I eat cold sandwich I don't know with you but I found my brother also kind of have similar situations same here
0: same here I (laughs) well I can I I can understand because like for a lot of people they can just grab a salad in the winter and then they don't feel cold they might have Mm -hmm. like soup like, from a can or, like, coffee or tea later. I, I actually asked my American classmates about that question. I'm like, don't you feel cold after eating that? They're like, it's okay. Like, we'll have tea later. or, But for me, it's just like, meh. Tea and coffee is not, like, a meal thing yeah. for me. I, I need something savory and warm.
1: Exactly. Right? Yeah. Something yeah. savory. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I also, okay, going back to a question where, what do I find comfort with? I, I really like the nature here. I mean, in Colorado, uh, I think it's a lot quieter and less crowded than the coast areas. Um, Wait,
1: really? Yeah. In, yeah. Including i including seventy. well (laughs) i I think it's a lot of nature
0: right it's still not that many people and of course like people are crowded on the highways but like i I don't go to the highway all the time so i enjoy the quietness the cleanness i don't know about aurora though but the the place i live in where i have been hanging out and it's pretty quiet what do you think
1: um, about what? About the mountains or about the yeah. highways? Yeah. Okay. What
0: happened to I 70? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to I 70? Tell, tell, um, tell the listeners about that.
1: Okay. First of all, there is always something going on on I 70. And here's the thing about the beautiful state of Colorado. I yeah. love Colorado. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Colorado is like my second home. Sorry, I have Aww. to say second home because for some, will always be Indonesia. Yes. And um, the thing is, you know, when we go to the mountain, when I go to the mountain, um, I always have to take, at least for me, I have to take like I-70. Either going there or like coming back on weekends, that I-70 is always packed with cars. Did you have that problem?
0: Okay, maybe like well, okay, I maybe. don't drive that much, and especially we only oh. have one car, so that's mm-hmm. why I, I stood there in the snow, right? Because I took the bus or the RTD, the light rail, the train, so mm-hmm. I don't really drive that much. Only in the summer when I'm off school, then I'll drive sometimes to different places. But I 70 isn't the one I usually take.
1: Okay, gotcha. I
0: 25. I can relate to I-25. A lot of traffic and accidents.
1: I twenty five. Oh my goodness. Don't get I- us
0: started.
1: <laughs> I-25 is so crowded. Um yeah. I have to take like I-25 um south. Um I don't know why they took me to I I twenty five south. So it was like highway six and then like 25 south
0: yeah
1: but then like coming back took like two to five north i don't know don't ask me i only follow gps yeah it's okay
0: well the people in colorado might understand what we're saying but what we're saying to the listeners is both me and Aggie don't like traffic (laughs) yes lame
1: lame lame i don't like traffic i don't like when it's just so crowded um You know, the thing is, um I was scared driving on the highway. Okay. I I used to I used to be scared. Okay. So um I used to take non highway road and um, you know, that's so from point A to point B, um, with highway that would take like twenty. That's so a twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Well, without highway would take me like fifty minutes. Then yeah. I used to take that to fifty minutes. But then I've come to realization. Well, this is not efficient you know, like time-wise. I could have done something else that is more productive. Yeah, And I thought to myself, well, you know, in the US, like we have to learn how to drive on highway. Mm -hmm. Um, I was so scared. um, But, um, you know, I think that the more we... The more I drive or spend my time driving on the highway, then the more I feel more confident. Yes, you know, we never know what's gonna happen. I, I, there's one time that I saw, like, was, you know, like a car accident, yeah. and I thought, oh my god, it's like so scary. But then, like, you know what? If it's meant to be, then it's meant to be. I think yeah. that we we just have to be um, careful. And you know, I, I, I feel like, okay, you know what? I can do this. I can drive on the highway. Yeah. So.
0: Wow, I. How long does it take for you to get comfortable driving on the highway?
1: Okay, I know like this is so crazy, but um, that's okay.
0: (laughs) Everyone has their own stories.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I start driving on the highway like more, um, about like a year. So before that, wait, what? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? That's what I told you, like, it's crazy. <laughs> that, uh, that's even after we have met, because we have known each
0: other for like what, yeah. like, like almost two years now, right?
1: Yeah. We mm-hmm. met in two thousand eighteen. Uh, yep. Yeah. So it's pretty recent.
0: Wow. Wow. I know. Okay. Well, I'm proud of you because you conquered Thank you. your fear.
1: know i conquer my fears and you know it's just i don't know why yeah i mean in i guess like in in texas i you know rely on anyways um i I, you know i have like someone like to drive me um and even if you know when i drove in texas always like the surrounding city Mm -hmm. so i didn't really really like drive you know on a highway and same thing in oklahoma like always I would probably I would go with my friends yeah. who say let's go to Oklahoma City like, let's do carpool, anyone needs to go to the Asian grocery store, and plus like with you know with the campus it's it's right there you know I don't really have to drive that much but anyway so yes.
0: Anyway. Oh, since we're talking about driving, I do have something to share. Okay. Um, it is yeah, so as I mentioned I usually ride uh real scooters. Well, I think here they call it moped. Scooter mm-hmm. is more like the, the one that without electricity or the gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we call it a scooter or motorcycle. Um and so I really started driving when I came here. So I have been driving in, in Taiwan like to church and to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Which is like super easy because the city I come from is called Kaohsiung. It is the roads are wide and parking is a lot easier to find comparing to Taipei, the capital. Um, yeah. But that that was it. Like I only drive to the places I already know and I know without it like looking at a GPS. But here, everywhere I have to put on my phone and put on GPS because one all the street names are so different and so new in a different language. And also, I come from a, like, Kaohsiung is a city which we call it like a chessboard street format. So everything is kind of parallel. So you mm-hmm. know, if you know like north or south or west or east, then you just know how to get, get it. It's like every, right. most of the major streets are straight. So then you know that like, next intersection you turn, you will find the other street. But here, I don't know if it's the geography or something like that, but like a lot of those streets are not straight. Even like yeah. Colorado or University or even Broadway, like mm-hmm. at some parts, they're straight, but like at the end of it, so for example, where I live, the university is not straight anymore, or Colorado Boulevard. So then gotcha. it's really hard for me to remember roads and all. Um, right, yeah. I remember when we first moved here, it was about, uh, we moved here 2017, August. And then I started driving crazily because we moved to, um, away from the university in April mm-hmm. 2018. And when my parents were here, they helped us to move. And that was the the first time I drove to the highway. At that time, my brother was already here for two years. So he came two years earlier before uh, we did. And then he has been driving all the way through in Taiwan uh, and here. So he has no problem. But for me, I had to take my mom and Louis. Because Louis could not get his um, driver's license because he didn't have... what was that? Like he didn't get any ID because he was waiting for the green card and he he couldn't have his social security. So he couldn't have his driver's license. Okay. That's just how complicated we can definitely open another episode about immigration. But so then I had to drive and then good for him because he didn't drive either in India. So then Mm. I remember the first time I drove to Uh, where was it like Longtree American Mm -hmm. furniture so to look out look for some furniture and that was the first time I drove on Mm I-25 and and I had to follow my brother and it was nerve-wracking like when when I parked and everyone gets out of the car I had to Mm -hmm. literally take 10 minutes to calm down because it was super
1: super scary to be on the highway the how fast can we go here 65 60 yes at least about that like 65 um and it's
0: 65 miles so it's probably like what 80 kilometers
1: i don't know what that the conversions but it is
0: it's just a lot faster than than in taiwan
1: yeah, and you know what makes me worried sometimes is when people tailgating. It's like, yeah. dude, just go bypass me. I know, why do, like one be, why do you have to be so close to me? I am on the middle lane. I there know. is a left lane. Please do like bypass. Yeah. Um, it's it, you know, it, yeah, it, it, it's just sometimes I feel like, dude, what are you thinking? Like, what if I have to do a sudden break? And you yeah. didn't have time to, like, break on time, you know?
0: I know, um, yeah. You can have an accident within a second.
1: Exactly, yeah. Maybe there's, that's
0: why. Maybe that's why there's always traffic, because of the accidents on I-25.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I-25 is always packed. But you know what? I actually got into, like, well, it was kind of like mini car accident, like, last, last, uh, last September or last yeah. August. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it it turned out, well, there were actually three cars involved in the accident. So what happened is the car behind me hit my car because that, well, that car didn't have time to brake because the car behind the other, well, the other car, you know, was like speeding and the driver was actually busy looking at his phone.
0: What? Yep. Yep. Was it a serial accident?
1: Yeah, it was like oh, yeah, it was like a serious accident because there were like three cars involved. With me, took so, like there are three. But yes, they um, the police like rule out that yes, it is that that person who you know responsible for my car and the car behind me. And plus, like he was speeding; he wasn't supposed to be speeding. I mean, that was like in Auraria Parkway, and he was looking at his phone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah
0: don't text and drive guys <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's exactly that's like the moral of the story you know sometimes like when I was supposed to meet with my friends and then um, I, I asked like okay well how far are you and then like oh like I'm driving right now and I said stop just uh, I'll see yeah. you when you get here <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah 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 oh I feel you yeah mm-hmm. is there anything else that you don't feel comfortable being here
1: um well, let's see. I mm. think that um so that's a good driving, but you know, which I finally conquered. I mean, I mean until today, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, but you know, we, we gotta do what we need to do, right? <laughs> um yep. you know, so I think that sometimes um when I need to find the informations, um, um, you know, about I'm not gonna say um you know just like informations in in general about taxes and things like that i mm-hmm. i found can be a little bit you know confusing um but you know i i think that people have been like really helpful and yeah um but you know obviously like you know when i'm trying to renew my driver's license yeah. i sometimes you know the customer service wasn't that great but you know what mm-hmm. So I just feel like, okay, maybe like that person was having like a bad issue. Like maybe Mm. just having something in the morning and then that's why they were not like super nice. But it's okay. It's okay. It's human being. Things happen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: I don't like the leaving cost or eating out. The cost for eating out is so high or the tipping system.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes, about the <laughs> tipping system. It, it's, it, it's just like, you know, I. That, that's another thing, actually. You know what? When I first moved, I was so confused about tipping because I, when I went out with my friends um, mm. in Indonesia, we, we didn't tip. Like, mm. we, did, we, did, we didn't tip the workers because everything, like the bill, also includes what they call like, service charge. Oh, yeah. Um, we, yeah. which, is very, um, which is very common. So, like, we don't have to tip. Like, it's already there, the bill. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, in here, you know, like, tipping, like, out of a courtesy. And, yeah. you know, what is defined as a great service? And they said, well, mm-hmm. if you have, like, five years experience, you need to tip 20%. Well, yeah. what about the 18%? What about the 15%? And they said, yeah. like, well, 15% if you're not so happy. What if you get, like, horrible customer service experience? Do you still have to tip? But then, like, I learned that, well, um, the food workers, uh, like the waitress, sometimes they don't get paid at all. Like, they only rely 100% from tipping. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel like, oh, my goodness, that would be really, really, really sad if, you know, they didn't make any income because, Mm. as they didn't get tipped. Or like yeah. that's a day, or, or or like the restaurant pay them, but it's like a dollar or like two dollars per hour. You yeah. Know?
0: yeah. 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 Well, I think of course I don't like it, but you know I also worked in a restaurant before over here. Like I never thought I would be working in a restaurant here in the U.S. But um, after going in and then I I think the whole system was set up differently. In mm-hmm. in Taiwan, you can never. I can never rely on working in a restaurant as a server and to afford all my living expenses, especially living away from my parents' house. But here, um, so if I'm not wrong, like listeners, if I'm wrong, please correct me, comment down below (laughs) let us know um, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just here. I'm only here for less than three years. Um, So it, So, every stay has a minimum wage. So, it's paid by hourly. So, for example, if I go into a restaurant and I work there, so each hour, I'll get paid maybe $7 right here, like in Colorado. And then... So this is the minimum wage, it's not even the hourly wage. So if it's, um, for example, for the retail stores, if you go to a supermarket or something like, where you don't tip, you don't get tip. so then it's a flat rate, so maybe it's like, I think that that minimum wage is like ten fifty right now, maybe, something like that. But if you're a server, then you get lower than that, and then the tip will go to your income. So then, yes, what you said is true. It's like if you don't tip that person, um, yeah, they they will have a cut in their in their hourly rate. Yeah. Um, but if you work in fancy restaurants, just imagine like, so it's heavily influenced by how much you pay for the food. If it's a fancy restaurant, the service can actually make a great living out of that. You know, they can make probably mm. 30 or 40K annually and then they can have a great life. Um, But that would never happen in in my culture because it's just like, it's so minimum. So you can't, you you have to, I don't know. You you probably have to be so tired and like work maybe 60 hours a week to to afford like rent and everything. Yeah. So I guess it's also set up like the labor here is a lot more expensive than in Taiwan. Um, But it's just like from the consumer's side. It is right. so expensive to eat out. And it's, it's basically, for me, it's a privilege to eat out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what? I, okay. I, so let's go back to the tipping. Um, I remember, what did I read? Um, I remember that I was like sitting my own business, waiting for my airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the airport, and I think that I was reading um, – Um, I was reading news. I can't remember. Maybe it's from Buzzfeed or maybe Mm -hmm. from. Anyway, um, I was reading an article about a bartender in New York or Manhattan, and then he um, he went to or like he he went to school and then I guess like he has a master's degree, but he chose to become a bartender. Yeah, yeah. And he said that he makes like 80,000. I that's just crazy. But Isn't like it crazy? How I mean how uh, how is it even I mean is that it crazy? Like how? I know. <laughs> wait wait
0: wait, so let me ask you. If you are a carpenter, electrician or technician that you know go to people's house or do things um for those people at home, uh, and, you know, in people's home, do you get paid a lot in back home?
1: Um not really i mean people people who make who make a lot of money is the owner of that plumbing or that company
0: yeah i Um, think proportionate uh proportionate i don't even know if it's a word racial Mm, proportionately here Mm -hmm. it's a lot higher if you do something with your hands yeah like carpenter electrician plumber they charge so much
1: they, they they do charge a lot. Yeah. I mean I think, I mean I, I mean I, I think that here in in, in the U.S. even, mm. um you know like servers, um they, they can travel but they can visit other countries and you know have vacation. Yeah. Um, but you know unfortunately in Indonesia, working as a server, they, they they cannot afford to you know to visit other countries yeah. or even to other cities because the cost will be expensive. Mm. But anyway, yes, eating out is definitely a privilege. I do notice that um, when I look at my budget, like, oh, my goodness, I yeah. spend majority, well, not majority, but I spend quite um, amount of money from eating out and yeah. cooking actually so much cheaper.
0: Oh, so much. It's even, like, probably, like, 10% of what you're paying outside.
1: Right? Yes.
0: Yeah. So, like, we have to. Like, a lot of – so, when I went back to Taiwan, a lot of people say, oh, my God, I saw your picture, like, cooking this and that. Like, you're so good at cooking. And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm not going to cook in Taiwan. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm going to take a break. It's like I was forced to cook (laughs) – Outside of Taiwan,
1: but like uh-huh. now I'm
0: back home, I'm gonna eat out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I so, mean, uh, the, the food is the food is cheap in Indonesia, man. Yes.
0: It's not necessary um, to be cheaper to uh, cook at home in Taiwan. I actually did some calculation, but it's just healthier. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Not cheaper, yeah. healthier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, are you ready for the next prompt?
1: Yes. Yeah. Wait, um, what number what number are we?
0: So, I think are we already talked about number 4. So, number 4 oh, and number okay. 6 is like what we, what do we feel comfortable with? So, I'm just okay. going to jump to number 5. Okay. How has been your social life or like where do you build your social circles?
1: Um in Colorado or in general or like during the covid, which one? Mm, in general. Oh, in general, I mean, well, so I made friends um, from college, obviously, but I think that as, you know, we graduated and everyone, you know, get married and have kids, you know, we're just kind of like parting away, you know, like everyone has their own routine. Um, But, you know, social life-wise, I, you know, I – i'm I'm just i'm glad that I went to college, and that's how I make friends um but I mean, I think that here in Colorado because like I didn't know anybody well i'm and I kinda know my dad my my dad has a friend, but you know they are like my dad's age, so we don't really have you know thing in common but anyway um yeah you know i it, think it, it, it's, it's um i i um I make friends in Colorado from um, you know, from my call, co- um, what do you call that? Um, what do you call that? People who work in the same company with you, oh, Colle- colleagues, colleagues. Okay, <laughs> coworkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. co-workers. <laughs> 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 What's that? <laughs> That's fine. Yes. That's fine. Coworkers, and yeah. then um, I also joined meetups. Um, oh, what kind of? Yes. Meetups? So, um, for me, you know, when I moved to Colorado I didn't really like joining it up but I started like a year ago um, I, I try like multiple meetups and um, but then you know, only few that I feel click you know mm. um, so you know for those who are new to meetup I mean I don't know if you want to explain it mm. Feel free, uh, um, but anyway that's how I make more friends who in colorado so Um, meetup mm -hmm. is a
0: website right if i get it right
1: yes meetup Um, yes and then you can
0: have different hobby groups or communities or yeah probably just like so for example if i like spanish i will search spanish meetup groups and then Mm -hmm. there will be like different meetups or in that group you can kind of build a community and say like hey let's meet this sunday yeah, how how it goes? So what kind of meetup groups did you sign up for?
1: So um a year ago I um I tried multiple like meetup groups. Um that's including like um just like sushi, like sushi outing and there's <laughs> and so there's cute. I know, right? So, oh my God, like, so it's so cute. And then there is like, oh, 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 there is like a Mira group like dedicated just for fun. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So what, um, what do you guys do then? Well, okay, do do me like kind of give the highlights like the meetup groups that I I join. Sure. Um. Um. Okay, and then there is that um the Mira group just for ladies. There's like ladies like thirties made Denver like ladies 30s oh. and there's also like you know brunch meetup those who like to brunch you know to go for brunch yeah. um, so um, I try several meetups um, but in the end now like I guess as of now I end up only be active with three well no two okay to meet to meet up groups so um, the first one is um, the food and friends uh, Food and friends. What I really like about that meetup group because it's a group for people who would like to adventure and then try out um, ethnic cuisines. Um, because there are yeah, because there are other meetup groups that you know trying out like the fancy restaurants um, mm-hmm. or like the like the new Americans concept kind of thing, which is really cool. Yeah. I I tried once, but yeah. I'm more geared toward like food and friends because yeah. you know um we are a people who you know from other countries uh, a, a lot I mean Not me yeah. not all but like a lot from other countries and then like moving either for school or for work or for family yeah and um we you know we try different kind of restaurants and then we have um we used to have pop for that, obviously because of the covid yeah. you don't know, have pop black, but we used to try to have a monthly potluck thing and oh. then people will bring like their own yeah their their own like um, their homemade uh, dishes yeah. so it was it was a very nice like surrounded with like really great groups that you know we talked about our cultures you mm-hmm. know so we have this great conversation so we learn about the food and we also learn about their country learn about their culture I think that food is something that you know that that create like the bonding it's it's like a fantastic icebreaker
0: mm, definitely
1: yes i, I, I agree I, and, and and people who you know join this like food and friends so those who are like out there listening to <laughs> things <laughs> podcasts, um i you know if you would like to you know um i guess make your friends i totally recommend join my food and friends um no fee, nothing like to say, no motive. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. nothing, nothing, um, mm. yeah. Um, what and I think is a
0: good starting point, like for yeah. for us immigrants, when we come to a new place, and right? we can yeah. kind of go through like different hobbies or communities, and then we can find someone. I don't I don't think it's that easy to find everyone likable or clickable, clickable or connectable. But at least that's a starting point.
1: It 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 is like yeah. especially if you. You know, if you just move to Colorado, move to Denver, and you know, you don't know people like other than you know coworkers and if you want to like get to know more people then you know I recommend you know join me there's so many hobbies, there's so many clubs. Um, if you like crochet, is it called crochet or crochet? I'm sorry, I just don't Crochet, have I think. Okay. Yeah, crochet is
0: like, <laughs> almost yeah. a, 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 so one single needle knitting. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. And there is like, um, a meetup group uh, for those who, you know, who like hiking. And there is like, a meetup group for those who like scary stuff. Um, so, um, I, I, I try several. Mm. But, you know, but, oh, and then there's also, what do you call that? The trivia, or you oh, go, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, go, yeah, yeah. you play games. Yeah, yeah, you play games like yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's like a bingo thing. Um, but anyway, in the yeah. end, um, I'm only active like to meet up groups. Obviously, like no, no event, like nothing yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you know next year when things you know maybe sort of getting back to normal ish. Yeah. Um. There will be more, gathering, yeah.
0: yeah. Cool, and I would love to join you sometime.
1: Oh my gosh, being like, I don't think I, oh my god, I don't know, I haven't really talked to you about this.
0: Well, well, like, we never, it's, so right now we're doing a very specific conversation, so that's why it came up. Like, well, usually we talk about different things, we talk about interpreters and all, so, yeah, uh-huh. eh, no worries. Like, I'm glad that we're talking about now yeah yeah yep. yeah mm-hmm. my social social circles
1: hmm. yeah but yeah how about you i and and know that you're active um at your community um what do you my call church yes, yes yes yes
0: so we go to this chinese church um so people who are mandarin speakers will go um there are a lot of chinese a lot of taiwanese as well Mm-hmm. Um and we have small groups that's my that's kind of my main social circles and you know like to relate to what you said it's like when you moved to Colorado you didn't know anyone and that's the same thing happened to us we didn't know that many people and then mm-hmm. I think it's also hard for me we don't have I me and my husband's So we I don't have my support system all my friends are not here Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have to start from scratch. And then I don't know if it's the stage of life or it's just the culture. I find it difficult to make friends. It's like people are so polite, but you never know when you can. Yes. Right? Yeah, I, so of course, I, like, Louis and I were so so open. So you have been to our place. And then we, we just love to invite people because we know that's one space that we can connect with other people more but still like that's it (laughs) we I don't have many social circles maybe from the university who I work with and all I feel local classmates or local schoolmates are usually so busy so then I find it easier to mingle with international students or immigrants
1: yes um I you know I hear yeah it's it's really it's it's really hard I think that I mean, I am, can I reveal my age? Yeah,
0: sure, if you want, I don't mind. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, well,
1: okay I'm, okay, I'm just gonna say um, what I this as I get older, you know, in my 30s, I found it's really hard finding friends. I think that because, you know, as we get older, We know what we want. We know what we like. We know what we prefer. Um, And so I I think that it can be challenging finding, um, you know, someone who or people who have, you know, kind of similar values and, you know, have similar goals uh, or, you know, it doesn't even have to have similar values or similar goals, but, you know, kind of have like similar interests. Um, or
0: or uh, you can just connect. Maybe you're so oh, different, so... but if you can connect.
1: That's so true, yeah. Like yeah. the vibing. Vibe, that's the word. There you go, girl. <laughs> the vibe. The vibe. <laughs> yeah, the vibe. Right. No, it's it's true, don't you think? Because yeah. like finding like close friends, okay, I know this sounds so cliche of whatever you want to call it. That's but... okay. Okay, it finding- makes sense, so that's why we repeat all the time, and we became <laughs> <legit>. <laughs> finding close friend is like finding a soulmate, like oh. and, and, and 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 I agree with you that yes, we can have completely like the opposite attractions. We can yeah. be so different, yeah. but we gotta have something that connect like glue, you know, yeah, um, yeah. like whatever that can you know you know friends have the vibe because you know sometimes when we meet with people you know we have this small talks but i think that when you know to be to be like close friends we have to the point that we can be open and then be around with each other Mm,
0: that's true oh
1: Oh, man yeah that's very philosophical. i gotta write that down thanks for
0: listening to chai with ping Let us hear your voices and stories. Please share this episode, like, and follow us on Instagram at chaiwithping. You can also email us at chaiwithping at
1: gmail.com. Till next time!